Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. It's Mr. Schnooze, the manager of the Fluesville factory, with Flues news for today. There's a lot of very important factory news to cover, including a message from Luther in the swoosh room, some intriguing updates from Franny with the lost and found, and we do have an exciting team-building exercise, quote-unquote, the Fluesville Factory Baking Competition. How did I manage to approve that? Anyway, first off, I want to let everyone know that the next two weeks will be set up for you to succeed in producing as many fizz bars as possible to catch up after... Uh, well, we'll talk about that soon enough. Point is, this very morning, I entrusted our imbecilic adventurers, Waffle and Martha, to go on a vital mission. I asked them to retrieve an important piece of equipment for me. A paperclip. But not just any paperclip. It has to be seven foot tall, bright green, and covered in love notes from women lost at sea. Goodness knows when exactly they'll return, but Martha packed a sleeping bag, hiking boots, and three fake moustaches. Waffle packed a briefcase filled with unwrapped Werther's Originals. My guess is they'll be gone for at least two weeks. And honestly, whatever they come back with is fine with me. All that matters is that they're gone now. Can you hear that? Ah, silence. Now, without any further ado, here we go. On to the first news update. A message from our very own swoosh room supervisor, Luther. Now, he did warn me this could get quite messy. As everyone knows, the swoosh room is a room of tubes that send packages and boxes all around Fluesville. According to Luther, someone hasn't been using the tubes in the correct fashion. Now, how exactly did Luther put it? Let me read his memo here. Please ask your two favourite employees to refrain from using the swoosh tubes as foot-long sandwich delivery systems. Waffle snuck in and quickly shoved a foot-long turkey salad sandwich up the tube, and it was a mess. Turkey flew down one tube, lettuce down the other. Norm in the factory was standing by a delivery tube, 
and got slapped in the nose by a slice of tomato. Tomato! Oh, these two! I'm not surprised. I'm just... I'm, I'm so tired. So let this be a warning to everyone. No food in the swoosh tubes unless it's prepackaged boxes of his bars. No loose deli meats. I repeat, no loose deli meats. In addition, the swoosh tube is not to be used for the following, but not limited to, delivery of a bicycle, a carton of eggs, 12 scrambled eggs, the chicken that made those eggs, a gaseous burp, an autographed picture of Lisa Kudrow, five pairs of socks and washing detergent, and certainly, and I cannot believe I have to say it is, no other fizzies. Martha got stuck in a U-bend for four days. Actually, it wasn't that bad. It was nice that she was gone for a bit. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, yes, thank you, Luther, uh, very much for, for bringing all that to our attention, and I'll, I, I'll be sure that no one does that ever again, certainly not with, uh, you know, Waffle or, or Martha. And now we do have an update from Franny in the maintenance shed. Oh, lovely Franny. She said she's got some new things in the lost and found and has very politely and very sweetly asked for their rightful owners to come and retrieve them. Here's the list. Keep an ear out in case something of yours has gone missing. We have in the lost and found one receipt for a foot-long turkey salad sandwich. Okay, I think we'll be able to find out who owns that. Someone has lost... One singular ice skate. Uh, we've also got half a bag of chips. A recipe book called Baked Beans Only. Okie doke. A brown leather wallet. Inside, there's no ID or credit cards, but there is a little note that reads, In France, they don't put eggs in the fridge. What's with that? Okie doke. A hooded jacket. It's red with yellow spots. It's a size extra large, and it smells considerably like curdled milk. If that's yours, please come and get it immediately. The other items we have are three lawnmowers, the entire libretto for the musical Into the Woods, a sketchbook with charcoal portraits of Norm. It's very uncomfortable to look at these images, but my oh my, they are well done. And finally... A smaller box labelled Small Lost and Found, and inside is an exact to scale replica of all the items I just listed above. Who on earth would do that? If someone has that much spare time on their hands, they've got time to pack more fizz bars. Well, thank you to the wonderful Franny for letting me know. And if anybody listening owns any of the aforementioned items, Please do go and see Franny in the maintenance shed and retrieve them post-haste. And finally, the last item on the old agenda is the long-anticipated and offhand remark that was taken too seriously by Waffle and Martha, the Fluesville Fizz Bar Factory Bake Off. This is coming up in two weeks' time, and everyone is encouraged to bring in their best baked treat. It can be cake, cupcakes, yeah, muffins, scones, breads, rolls, bread rolls, biscuits, tarts, Alaskas, or anything in between. What's that, Bob, the station manager? He wants to know if he can bring in a ham. 
Well, Bob, the answer is no. No ham. This is desserts and cakes and, and that sort of thing. Although, come to think of it, ham can indeed be baked. But does this change everything? If you can put it in an oven and bake it, can it be part of the bake-off? What about potatoes and, and, and broccoli? You can bake both of those things in an oven. I, Well, honestly, I wasn't expecting to be this confronted so early in the morning, but here we are. You know, I'll have a think, and I'll get back to you on that, Bob. I need to do some sincere and serious deep diving into the definition of the word bake. Now, in regards to the rules, Martha approached me and insisted the one rule be there are no rules. But that's just ludicrous and we live in a well-governed society, not some Mad Max rip-off. Baking is indeed a very serious business. So, here are the rules as a reminder. You must bake the food at home and bring it in. You cannot buy it from a supermarket. Waffle tried to bring something in early, which you may have gotten away with. Except the bread bag and the price sticker really gave it away. Rule number two. Everyone gets one hour to bake whatever they want. This is not a paid hour. I repeat, this is not a paid hour. It's extracurricular. If Martha hands me another invoice for quote-unquote thinking about fizz bars or talking fizz bars up around the lake or going skiing, I may lose my marbles. And finally, rule number three. You must wear an apron and a hair or fur net while you're cooking. Last year, Waffle and Martha brought me homemade cookies, which was suspicious enough, but it turns out... They baked them at home without any aprons, started wrestling, and long story short, the cookies were filled with fur. Anyway, those are the three main rules. I'll send out a memo with any addendums and amendments or demands, but till then, the bake-off will be here before you know it. So get practicing, as long as it's not on the clock. It's Mr. Schnooze, the manager of the Fluesville factory, with Flues news for you today. There's a lot of properly pertinent factory news to peruse, including some updates for our health and safety rules. We've got some rather bizarre items that have been dredged from the depths of Lake Fizzy. And despite my insistent objections, we are going to talk about the upcoming record-breaking attempts from some fellow fizzies. With so much to cover, let's get stuck in. But first, I want to remind everyone that from 9am sharp tomorrow morning, you need to try and double production. As you know, last week we fell behind with fizz bar deliverables thanks to an equipment malfunction that involved Waffle and Martha attempting to use a conveyor belt and soap suds to make a quote-unquote forever-and-ever water slide. But after that silly, soapy slip-up, I have sent our idiotic adventurers... Uh, oh, no, wait, this says intrepid adventurers. <laughs> well, both are correct. I've sent those two on a mission. A vital mission that could save all of fizzy kind. Mind you, we're in no real danger whatsoever. But Waffle and Martha don't need to know that. 
Tomorrow morning, they're setting off to find the ancient goblet of Goggledygook. And if we drink from it, we can stop the giant monster, Gullibilius. <laughs> Gullibilius, it's like gullible, the silly pair. Of course, all that's made up. But I am 93% sure that it will keep them occupied for at least a couple of weeks, and we can get real work done. Thank you, Mr. Schnooze. Oh, you're welcome, Mr. Schnooze. Oh, you look great today, Mr. Schnooze. Oh, stop it, you clever man. Where was I? Ah, yes. On to the important news for the week. First cab off to rank is a few important updates to our exciting and expertly curated health and safety rules. After a few rather surprising incidents, I've had to make some updates that I, in all my years as best factory manager in all of Flewsville, never thought I'd have to say or make up. But uh, here we are. Health and safety rule update number one. No hula hoop competitions in the Fizzomatic room. In fact, no hula hoop competitions anywhere in the Flusville Fizz Bar factory. And this goes without saying, but these competitions are banned with or without hula skirt. That's not even a uniform requirement you need to wear while hula hooping. But from security footage that I have seen, it was certainly part of the experience. Regardless, it's a safety code violation in itself. And I know you're thinking this is exclusively for Waffle and Martha, which I wouldn't blame you for thinking. They are incessant. Uh, but, uh, Norm, I saw you shaking those hips. As impressive as that was, and as slimming as that hula skirt was indeed, the rules still stand. No hula skirt wearing and no hula hoop competitioning. Anyway, health and safety rule update number two. The printer and photocopier are for Fizzbar factory paperwork only. You might be thinking, wait a minute, Mr. Snooze, this isn't a health and safety rule. But trust me, it's for your health and safety that you do not use those for personal matters. It's not there for you to photocopy your own face making silly faces. It's not there for photocopying your own butt and shouting, Oh no, I have to get this repaired, there's a huge crack in it. And I direct this at a certain certain swoosh room supervisor, cough, Luther, cough. The printer is not for printing your 250-page screenplay. Not only is that a gross misuse of company property, but it's also far too long. You're not Quentin Tarantino. And just a small critique, nobody wants to watch a movie about an actor and a writer living together in Los Angeles and the quote-unquote wacky times they go through auditioning and trying to become stars. Leave it in your writing class, Luther. Health and safety rule update number three. When operating the forklift, it's only one person at a time. And that person should only ever be Norm. 
nobody is to be driving it while their fellow fizzy rides on the front forks, holding on with one hand, swinging a cowboy hat with the other and trying to hogtie other employees. Absolutely no hogtying on company property in company premises. That's the third time I've had to say that, and I don't want to say it again. Now that that fun stuff is out of the way, we come to a memo from the ever-refulgent Franny in the maintenance shed. Following yesterday's dredging of Lake Fizzy, some items have been salvaged from the bottom of the lake. If any of these are yours, please go see Franny immediately, in your lunch break or after work. Those items include a hat stand, a cat stand, a statue of a woman doing a handstand, and a laminated sheet music book for a large marching band. My goodness. Franny also found, after rummaging through the damp debris, an old street sign for Corky Avenue, a trash bag filled with green onions, three fully packed suitcases and a guidebook for Idaho, a combination washer-dryer unit, the entire Diary of a Wimpy Kid series wrapped in cellophane, soaking wet couch pillows, and an ancient chest with ominous unknown runes scratched into the sides and the words never ever open etched into the top. So if any of that belongs to you, A, you've got some explaining to do as to how it all ended up in the bottom of Lake Fizzy, and B, please come and collect it immediately. Unless it's the ancient chest with the ominous runes, that's going back to the bottom of Lake Fizzy. It's not technically dumping, it's more uh, preventative measures. And now we're up to our final bit of Flues news for today. The, in my opinion, ill-conceived Fluesville records. Ugh. Last month, uh, one of the oh-so-fantastic suggestions from the suggestion box was everyone in Fluesville coming together to break some world records. However, we don't know every record in the world, so a memo went out saying people can submit their own records and we'd put together our very own Fizzbar Book of Fluesville Records, authored and profited by yours truly. Now let's read some of the Fluesville record submissions. 1. Who can hold a spoon on their head the longest while singing Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer? Okay. 2. Who can balance the most spoons on their face? 3. Who can fit the most spoons in their... Wait a minute! This is far too many spoon-related records! Waffle and Martha's stench is all over this. Let's see what else we've got here. Spoon, no spoons, no spoonerism. Absolutely not. Ah, okay, here's one. Who can eat the most fizz bars in one minute? Now that one I like. Let me add something here. Uh, after purchasing the fizz bars at full price. Ah, perfect. Now that is good branding. Keep the Fluesville record submissions flowing in and we will announce the official list of records to be broken and an official date very soon. Whatever date is chosen, I'm sure it'll be too soon. 
As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Mr. Snooze, the manager of the Fluesville factory, with Flues news for today. Now, I've got a lot of rather thrilling and important factory news to cover, including some scrumptious updates from the test kitchen, a message from Franny about bathroom maintenance, and, lucky us, we get to take another dive deep into the famous and infamous Flusville factory suggestion box. We begin our Flues News announcement today with a little bit of a uh, personal request. You see, three weeks ago, Waffle and Martha saw a photo of the Sistine Chapel. Not on purpose, of course. They were searching up pictures of 16 cheesecakes and made some fortuitous typos. What they came across were photographs of the famous Michelangelo work, his lovely paintings on the ceiling of the chapel in Vatican City. Much to my chagrin, Waffle and Martha evidently became inspired. Some of you may have noticed the new works on the ceiling of the factory, drawn mostly in crayon and what I hope is brown paint, 
tiny winged cherubs all over the ceiling. But if you look closely, all of them have the faces of Waffle and Martha. And one of them is me, which I find a personal affront because I haven't worn a diaper since I was a baby, Fizzy. I mean, I also don't have wings, rosy cheeks or a fairly aggressive looking crossbow. Anyway, after I saw this quote unquote artwork, I needed to paint over it. So I sent Martha Angelo and Waffle Doe Da Vinci on a mission. They needed to find me a gaggle of the elusive snozwankers. 50 tiny green and fuzzy snozwankers. <laughs> Problem is, snozwankers don't exist. So who knows what they'll return with. But I did get wind of their return any minute now. So, long story short, the favour I need from you is when they get back... Pretend like we didn't just paint over the ceiling. Uh, tell them their work simply evaporated. It'll save a lawsuit or two. Thank you. Now let's get on to the real news. We've got some delicious dining deviances for your delight. That's right. New fizz bar flavours from our test kitchen. And you're our initial response team. What I'm going to do is tell you the name of the newest fizz bar flavour and you shout out delicious or disgusting. Not that you'll ever need the latter, of course. All these flavours have been vetted by moi. That means me in French. I'm rather cultured. All right, you know what to do. Away we go. Fabulous new fizz bar flavour number one. It's a new flavour that is 100% organic, it is very healthy and certified kosher. The new flavour is happy and healthy chalk banana with extra chunks of cauliflower. Okay, that's uh, certainly a firm opinion. That's totally okay to have the wrong opinion. But let's move on to the next flavour. Thank you very much. Fantastic new fizz bar flavour number two. It's another shot at having a healthy slant, all right? It's called Beautiful Berry Blast. Strawberry, raspberry, blueberry and potato. Wow, I truly cannot believe that. I really assumed the market was into these healthy bars. But all right, you're telling me very clearly otherwise. Let's try... Ba -ba 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 -ba. Ah, this one. Flawless new fizz bar flavour number three. A classic with an oral health twist. It's called Wake Up Wow. It's mint chalk chip. That's it. That's 100% of the bar. Yes, mint chalk chip. Except the mint is toothpaste. See, it's a time saver. Oh, well, I don't know what you people want anymore. But luckily for all our sake, that was the last new fizz bar flavour. So I will note down these uh, vital and slash or vicious responses. And let's move on to the second important bit of flu's news for today. So the second thing we need to discuss is a bit of juvenile graffiti in the employee bathroom. 
Norm has brought to my attention that some young upstart heads into the bathroom and, may I remind you, it's used by everybody in the factory, purely goes in there to vandalise this private property to practice poetry. I personally have not read any of the wicked rhyming from the loos, but Norm, so graciously, has sent me a couple of photographs of our young Shakespeare's works. Let's look at them together. Ah, here we are, written in classic black permanent marker on the side wall of a cubicle. There was once someone lost on Mount Fizzy. She got lost and went into a dizzy... What did we do, oh poor Lizzie? Who cares, for I am too busy. All right, I will appreciate the rhyme scheme, but the utter disregard for a fellow member of fizzy kind sends shivers right up my spine. And there's another piece here, carved into the back of the bathroom door. Work is for jerks. Okay, let's not tar everyone with the same brush. For some, work is a delight. So the correct phrase would actually be, work is for all sorts of people, and it is an integral part of how society functions. And as the population inevitably increases, so does the pressure for supply and demand. So there you have it. That's a much better carved graffiti in the back of the bathroom door. Yeah, but still, don't you dare do it. The bathroom is to remain pristine. Franny shouldn't have to clean up cheap and ill-worded nonsense etched into these hallowed halls. Oh, and there is one more here. What have we got? All right, let's have a look. Old Mr. Schnooze does big stinky... Enough of that! It isn't true. I'm not old. We're all the same age anyway, silly fizzies. I just know who did it. Actually, as I look closer, every single one of these profanities has been initialed. W and M. Okay, well, as soon as Waffle and Martha get back, they've got a lot of explaining to do. Like, who gave them a permanent marker? Uh, Thank you, Norm, for bringing all of this to our uh, attention. But now we're on to our final bit of the broadcast. It's that time again to open... The infamous suggestion box. As we all know, Norm actually suggested the suggestion box. I told him if he wants to make time-consuming suggestions like that, he should just write it onto a slip of paper and put it into some type of box designated for that specific task. So, it was my idea. Oh no, now I wish I never had it. Let's just see what's inside this week. Hopefully one of these suggestions is useful. Well, a lot of suggestions. As always, lucky us. Let's just see our first suggestion. Turn to break room into an arcade and a dance floor. Love, Waffle and Martha. P.S. Do you know how to do the tango? Oh, I'll make sure to file that one somewhere very important. Like a paper shredder. (laughs) And for the record, yes, I am fantastic at the tango. My hips have a natural rhythm. But let's move on to the next one. All right, this is written in capitals. Oh, I know. Let's have longer weekends. We'll start at 2 p.m. on a Friday and come back to work at 10 a.m. the next Friday. 
Uh, love waffle and Martha P.S. Please teach us the tango. Short answer <coughs> to that little um, suggestion is uh, no. And the long answer to that suggestion is no. Absolutely not. Next. Oh, look at that. This one is from you, Bob, the station manager. How nice. Uh, something serious for a change. Here we are. Can you get me earplugs? Your voice gets through the glass. Okay, that's enough suggestions for one day. Thank you, everyone, for your generous and helpful submissions. No. Oh, we've got a new internal memo here. Emergency. Waffle and Martha are back. They're setting up in the break room for a dance competition. They're both wearing fruit hats and very, very flowy sleeves. Oh, my giddy aunt. All right. Well, I didn't know what I was expecting. I have to go and sort that out. So that brings us to an abrupt end of the Mr. Schnooze Flues News for today. Come back next time for some health and safety updates. You are welcome in advance. Some items that were found in Lake Fizzy, which are shocking in advance. And we we try and break some world records, which is a silly idea in advance. And while you're waiting, you do realise there are a ton of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? There's Bobby Wonder, a blue-haired alien trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila. And Lucy Wow over in the big red barn making all sorts of dangerous stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat kabow. Ugh. That sounds terrifying. Oh, speaking of, if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. Now that is a real winner. I happen to be in the club, so I get to hear all those spooky tales, and you can too. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club. Uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast, and you'll find your way. I shouldn't have to say this, Fizzies, but please get back to work. This immensely entertaining break time is over. Oh, and remember, Bluesville is a secret. Don't go telling everyone about it, or we'll be overrun with kids while we're trying to work. Until next time, Mr. Schnooze signing off. Ta-ta for now. Go, kid, go. We put on our detective caps and looked high and low, searching for clues to lead us to the best new mystery podcast for kids. Little did we know that we would have to search upside down. That's right. We discovered the upside down story with a brand new mystery story for kid detectives each and every week. With most stories, the storyteller introduces themselves at the beginning of the tale. But at the upside down story, you don't know who is telling you the story until the very end. Unless you guess their identity sooner, that is. Do you think you have the detective skills to crack these cases wide open? Yes? Then tag along with us for the fun and put your sleuthing skills to the test by listening to The Upside Down Story on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.